Coming to you from a less than shanty north side apartment. It is the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your hosts, Drunk Shy Sox fan. And Hot Take Tommy. Today we bring you a little game of buy or sell, a positive and a negative take on where the White Sox are at. I won't stop complaining about the fifth spot in the rotation and we decide who's the best brawler on the White Sox. All this brought to you by Mark Walters Media. Question mark. Here we go. Last time you were in this apartment, you were helping me move furniture, right? Yeah, that just happened. I just spilled hair on my shirt. You were helping me move furniture, right? Mm-hmm. Yes? Yep. Okay. So you walked over. We were leaving the bus, and you said, I'm not even drunk. And then I told you, 30 seconds ago, you said, I'm intoxicated. And then you said, I don't remember saying that. I didn't say that. You said that shit. You were getting off the bus. <laughs> random lady tried to trip you. And oh, then you said, I do remember I'm the random lady trying to trip Why me. would you trip me? And then 30 seconds later, you're like, I'm not even drunk. <laughs> and then I was like, you just admitted to being intoxicated. And you're like, I don't remember that. I think there's a difference between, between being intoxicated and drunk. You said, I'm intoxicated. And then I said, you said you're intoxicated. And then you said... I never said I was intoxicated, to which I said you just said I was intoxicated, to which you said I don't remember saying that. I don't know how anybody is going to track with what you're saying. That was pretty clear, pretty cut and dry. I'm going to keep eating my chips now because after shot munchy phase is on. <laughs> what? Okay, so I'm at the Cubs game. Yep, so you were at the Cubs game. They try to give me nachos, bro. Yeah, speaking of which, I... Seven bucks for fucking nachos. Seven bucks for nachos. What is it at the... Po- at, at Guaranteed rate? It's like 6.50. 6.50, yeah. <laughs> it's like six bucks, I think. <laughs> Seven bucks for these damn nachos. But quality nachos at Guaranteed rate. Yeah, you get to the... You get past the first layer... Of nachos that are soggy from being sitting in the nacho cheese for like six hours while they were waiting for people I to come to the game. I love those though. I hate those. Though. I love those when it's been soaking in that. What cheese. I love is the nice the canned ass jalapenos that don't have any spice to them. Those are good. You, you don't think they have any spice to them whatsoever? No, it's no spice. The in ones those. with the seeds have a little bit. There's no spice in those. So those pickled ass, old ass jalapenos on top of those old ass, soggy ass nacho chips. You get past the first layer. They're all stacked nicely, so it looks. So you're talking at Wrigley. I'm talking at Wrigley. Okay. You get past the first layer. It's literally one chip deep. The bottom, the whole half of the tub of nachos they gave us was just crunched up chips. To like, the point that it I'm looks wondering, like crushed up like I saw the picture, like yeah. crushed up like on its like a like a salad. Like they like up. I I'm thinking about it and I think somebody took the bag of Tostitos, punched it, threw it up against <laughs> the wall, and then poured that shit in there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Seven dollars though. Seven dollars though. 
Not three dollars though. Three dollars though. So seven bucks. And then I have to get up there and watch future White Sox Nick Castellanos go four for four. Yep. What a freaking miserable experience. It's true. Torch the t- uh, torch the Giants. Honestly, the team wasn't even that good that day. I think like Tony Kemp with the Cubs went over three. A freaking um, Schwarber went over four or something like that. Um, just everybody sucked up and down the lineup. And then Rizzo went like four for four with two dingers. Mm-hmm. Cassiano's four for four with like a dinger and a double and like three runs scored. And mind you, this is because th- this is the reason why we couldn't record last night because you decided to go t- All right, hey, to you know Ragley what? Field. I am married to a Giants fan. <sighs> do we have to bring this up two podcasts in a row? I think we do. Apparently we I'm do. married to a Giants fan. It's not my fault. We are contractually obligated to go to Giants games when they play. Contractually obligated. What do you think of marriage is? What do you think the marriage is? A contract. That's there's, right, Sam. I don't think there's anything in there that says anything about going you go to, to Ragley the Field. Cook County office of marriage, whatever it is, Cook and you ask them office to pull the file on our marriage certificate, and you'll see in there it says must go to Giants games when they play in Chicago. Well, you should have a photocopy of that somewhere. It's over there. So oh, oh, over on. The wall that I'm looking at? The oh, over there. Over, uh, you're pointing at the closet? <laughs> a vague point is good Ish. enough, all right? A vague point. It's over there. So, I was at this game. There's also a picture of you wearing Giants gear. Do I need to expose you right now? Expose away, man. It's an NL team. Oh, no. I might have to run a poll on this one, Tom, on the Suns page. There is a point zero five percent chance that 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 the Giants and the White Sox will play this year. Point zero. Actually, I think there's a point zero 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 point zero chance that the Sox and the Giants are going to play this year. There are two points in that zero. I don't know how there can be two decimal points. Zero point zero 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 zero. There you go. Zero zero one one percent chance. Yeah, neither team is making the playoffs. No shock. Well, I mean, the Giants are they're at 500 right now in second place in the Goat Rodeo NL West, but <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it's not happening, man. The way that Tyler Beatty just pitched late yesterday night. Butt cheeks. Rocked. Butt cheeks. See, the first the first pitch he threw was like this 100 mile an hour liner to right field. Off of uh, Jason Hayward's bat, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh shit!" I mean, it was an out, but as soon as that ball left the bat, I was like, "This guy's getting rocked today." Yeah, and he did. Not a pretty one for and your NL team, apparently. Yeah. Okay, we need to get a poll out there saying, like, are, "Am I allowed to have an NL team?" Yeah, okay. Sue me. Am I allowed to have an NL team? That's sue what you me. want the poll to poll to be. You can run that one. Am I allowed to have an NL team? Am I'll I re- allowed to cheer for an I'll NL ret- team I'll outside the it. city? I'll retweet it. You retweet the hell out of it, all right? I all want right. you to retweet that all day. All right. You just pulled the smokey on me. You were like, I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just go retweet it. Go take a picture. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. So. Not even going to explain it. We're just going to get into it. That's what she said. Unless it bears an explanation. 
Let's see, first one, bar fights. Yon Mankata, TA, who wins? TA, oh. man. He's so gangster, man. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Yon's buff as shit, but TA's scrappy as hell. I, I'll take a scrappy guy because usually a scrappy guy's more pissed off. I just took your guy in a fight over my guy. That's true. I mean, TA's my guy and Yon's your guy, but in a bar fight, though, look at those biceps, man. Oh, man he's fucking jacked. <laughs> that guy takes a swing at you, you're out. <laughs> Doesn't matter how fast you run. So you're taking Yon. I got Yon in a bar fight, bro. All right, I'm still taking TA, man. Scrappy. Scrappy over strength in a bar fight every day. Dude, just the blind. Like, imagine Yon. Drunk as hell, though. That I mean, possibly. And he just takes a swing. He just picture. takes a swing. It's hard for me to picture Yohan drunk. I'm sure it has happened before. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, he's next. just a consummate professional. Next. Okay. Uh, let's go, Yomer. Anybody but Yomer, unless it's a. <laughs> Best celebration. Adam Angle. <laughs> in a bar fight? Yeah. Oh, in a bar fight. Oh, we're still talking bar fights? Oh, this is just bar fights. Oh, God. Um, Honestly, I got Yolms. I'm... <sighs> Yolms is shirtless a lot, so I'd imagine he's the guy at the bar who just, like, takes his shirt off way earlier than anybody else. Well, here's the problem also is that there wasn't an official decision made the fact that for the Adam last one. Angle can't hit the broadside of a barn door. Um, he just swings and misses when he's trying to punch. I can imagine the same thing when he's fighting, so I'm going to take Yomer as well. Okay, but we do have to backtrack and find a clear winner between Yomer and Yohan, or Yohan and TA. Yeah. Well, we both have to agree. I don't think there's agreeing on this this Ooh. podcast. We don't agree on this podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll agree to disagree at this point. We rarely agree on this podcast. What about what about Leroy Garcia and and Jose Abreu? Uh Jose. He's oh. way bigger than Leary. It's not even close. <laughs> Leary legend would be down for the count. Unless he ran away first. Yeah, no, there's there's no shot that Jose's gonna catch. <laughs> He's running around the bar. Uh, Giolito Lopez. Giolito versus Lopez. I'm gonna take Lopez. Yeah. I, I just like the guy. Is yeah. I, he just looks angry. Here's my thing. Freaking, you're gonna talk to me, SoCal Giolito, walking in and getting yeah. in a bar fight. Pretty boy swag. Yeah. There's no way that Giolito's gonna in any bar fights anytime soon. He's gotta keep that face pristine. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> What about like Lopez or Ivan Nova? Ooh, now we're talking. You seen Ivan Nova's scars, man? He's his face is scarred up. He's been through some shit. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Supernova, aka BBP boo boo pitcher on this one. <laughs> yeah, Supernova's gonna come in there like he's gonna break a bottle, he's gonna go guaranteed Yolmer Sanchez would be very into Panic at the Disco. Probably. Abreu Anderson. Ooh, that's a tight race. I, you know, here's the thing. Ta is the kind of guy that I would take in a bar fight over. Like, if there was a 
person. Take like you think you could fight him or like pick. No, no, no. That I that's fighting by my side. Okay, fighting okay. by my side. I think because I just heard you say you think you could take Tim Anderson. No, absolutely not. Uh, if there's one person that I'm going to fight by my side in a bar fight, I don't know if I'm taking anybody other than Ta. I know he. I know he's smaller, but he just looks like like he's the kind of guy that's scrappy and would like just be relentless. Even though Abreu with that conditioning too, this is tough. This is honestly tough for me. Straight up, Abreu like. The dude's just out of this world jacked. I but I also can't see Abreu getting in a fight with anybody. You know what I mean? He's too nice, man. He's too nice. Whereas TA's scrappy, man. Yeah, TA is the kind of guy that would like Yeah, he would kick your ass, but I also think like could he really like yeah, I feel like it'd be like Nah, he's he's strong, obviously, but I don't. I feel like it'd be like he's punching a giant. You know what I'm saying? Like, would he really? Would would Abreu even feel it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that is fair. That is fair. I mean, just thinking about that home run in Minnesota a couple days ago, oh. where it just literally <laughs> full swing of the bat, very quick, and it's going. I mean, that thing was measured 420, but you saw. You may have saw my tweet. I said that's total bull hockey. Like that thing was going 500, no doubt. Okay, we do need an agreement here then. I think it might take Jose. Jose with the left hook. There you go. Jose Nova. Dude, they both got like they both got some past, man. <sighs> this is tough, man. I don't know. Didn't Abreu like eat his passport to get here or something like that? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> is it? Maybe. You'll have to look into that one. He's Cuban. He defected from Cuba. Man, that guy's got passed. And but Nova with the face guards. I mean, that guy's got a bit have been through some stuff, you know? Who are you taking? What if it's some dumb like like surgery? Like that's the only reason he has the face guards. <laughs> I mean, actually, I'm gonna be real. It might I don't know if I'd take another team in bar fights over the White Sox. Oh, if if we're taking like team v team, the White Sox can take anybody really guaranteed. oh i swear to god maybe if whatever team yasiel puig's on now he just was on the, the right. uh well he was with no he's with the indians now so i mean like but the indians are like they're all a bunch of jagoffs jagoffs that's such a chicago <laughs> you know you know i'm right though the indians like it'd be like yasiel puig taking on like seven guys and the rest of the indians being like mm. Well, speaking of bar fights, what if Yasio Puig was still on the Reds, like that one pitcher who took on the entire Pirates bench? <laughs> Hilarious. No, the Reds, okay. It, if Honestly, the White Sox and the Reds going at it in a bar fight would be, that would be, I'd pay for that, guaranteed. Like, pay-per-view, I'm in. All right, so rough and rowdy for uh, Barstool. Are they going to get on this? Uh, fights between the white the, the baseball clubs here. What's the name of the president of baseball? R- Rob Manfred. Manfred, you need to get you need to make this happen. Get all the Reds drunk. Get all the White Sox drunk in the same bar. Have them start talking shit. Just like uh, like put them in a cage, and then we'll see what happens. Two teams at the bottom of the division. How else can you get fans hooked? <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Here's the thing. I was thinking at home. 
Uh-huh. I started brewing some thoughts in my head on uh, Sunday, Monday. A little cold brew, or uh, are you going under heat here? Under heat. Right. Under heat, All because, right. you know, I was uh, following the first game of the Sox twin series, and mm. I was like, all right, all right, first W, and second game, ugly. Oh, God. Today, Giolito on the mound, Ooh. getting work done. Love Looking it. fresh, too. Seriously, holy Talk shit. Talk about SoCal pretty boy. Man. 12 Ks. Yeah, it's so, real. with that being said, though, one thing that is definitely been under a microscope under the last yeah, week and a half, two weeks on White Sox Twitter has been Rick Hahn, the front Reggie's. office, and especially the event at Reggie's, right? Yep. So, what I did for us, Tom, is I cherry-picked. Oh, I cherry-picked a bunch of quotes. Do it. From our guy, Rick Hahn, mm-hmm. the guy that this podcast is named after. Right. Sons of Honarchy, baby. Sons of Honarchy. So, yes, yep, yep, daddy. Da- daddy. There it is. I, I hate Thanks, that. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play a little game. It's going to be buy or sell mm. Rick Hahn statements, okay? All right. From the Reggie's event. Mm. So, All right. This can be a quick one. Let's do the first one really quick. I just Speedy. need a quick, Speedy Pete. immediate yes or no from you. The money, quote unquote, the money will be spent in 2020. Oh, I can't give you a quick. Uh, define the is it? Are we talking the 225 million that they were supposed to give to Manny Machado? So think of that. That's like about they were willing to spend close to about 230 million, know, 20, or something like that. Uh, 27 to 30 million on one single player a year, right? Put that on a couple other guys too. So that's uh, adding another 45 million to the payroll. So say payroll is above 125 million next year. Yes, uh, yes, the money will be spent. Yes, the money will be spent. Okay, will it be on yes. the most quality people available? Maybe not. Yeah, maybe I'm s- I'm we end up with Castellanos. That would be great. Maybe we also end up with Scooter Jeanette. You know, I'm glad, like, you're, bu- I'm glad you're buying it. I'm a hundred percent not buying 125 million. Maybe 110. I'm not 125. Um, it's already been bought. So next one, Rick Hahn. This is a fun one because I've seen. Yeah, wait. Are we just not gonna talk about how your mic literally fell apart as yeah, you, you know were what? talking? It's all good. We're moving. So. <laughs> This mic stand is total trash. If you would like to donate money to <laughs> me getting a new mic stand, Please, we would love we that. We need help. Uh, just shoot us a message. <laughs> shoot at drunk <laughs> at shoot at drunk shy Sox fan or at sons of Honarchy a message on uh, Twitter. We'd yeah, really appreciate not it. Not at Hot Take Tommy. At Hot Take Tommy is rolling in the dough, apparently. Yeah, he really is. I, I mean, am I am not. You have a working microphone stand, and you're using it right now. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll leave it at that. The next one, Tom. Hit me with it. And this has been under fire recently due to some comments that he's made, too. All right. Rick Hahn believing that Ricky is fully capable, quote-unquote, fully capable of being the manager of the future. The... Only thing, are you buying that? The only thing that worries me is the bunting. Will he ever stop bunting? I don't know. And it, he will need to stop bunting if he's going to be the manager of the future. So bunting's worked a couple times. Bunting's worked a couple times, but look, and and, and I get why we're the worst. We're one of the worst hitting teams in the league. So like, yeah, bunt away. I get it. But I mean, come on. But did you hear that? I'm not sure if you heard that interview where basically he said he doesn't care about analytics at all. 
and he puts the lineup based on what he's feeling, based on his heart, based on what's going like low key how he's you know his gut. Low key, I feel that. I love that. I hate the I what the love fuck that. Are we doing? I can't help it. I just love it. I what just, are we doing here, dude? If he's feeling it, I'm feeling it. I like I. <laughs> you know I hate analytics. I don't hate analytics, guys. I just like don't like them that much. So you believe in <laughs> TWTW over analytics? TWTW, not TWTW. I said TWTW. 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 Oh my gosh. <laughs> so last I, quick question for fully you. Fully capable answer. is yeah. What tough has he to done say. to prove it? Um, you know, I I would need an Omar Vizquel as an influential bench coach. Okay. And then, uh, which is funny because he's not a big analytics guy either. Apparently, from what I've heard, that's great. We're good. The pendulum will swing back within the next couple years, and guess who's going to be ready for it? In regards to analytics, sure. Yep. I think it only enriches the game, if you ask me. But I think that, that can be a conversation for later, I guess, between us, because I know there are a lot of people who are going to be in my boat. Final and answer. Be a few people that are going to be in your boat. I got Kenwa. <laughs> Final answer. Is he fully capable? He is capable. I don't know about fully, but he's capable. You also have Dave Kaplan in your boat in regards to how analytics is, are apparently ruining baseball. He just came out with a tweet. Capra. 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 No, no, no. Dave Kaplan. Kaplan. The oh, guy on oh, NBC Sports. That's Cubs. very yeah. different. Yeah, it's very different than anyway, Nick Capra. Nick Capra can go... Yeah, you don't want him on your side. No, you don't. All right, moving on. Michael Kopech, apparently. Yeah. Rick Hahn doesn't want to rush him back, and he's yeah. talking about not rush. He may not be ready by March 28th. You buying that or selling that? I – dude, he's been he's been out there. The yeah, wilderness I've, man. I've seen Wilderness Man with his Instagram stories. That guy's going to be ready by March 20th. You think so? I don't think the front office can stop him. He's coming back. Okay. There's no. Do you think there's any reason for them to hold him back? They're scared. They're scared of wilderness Copex. <laughs> and I said Copex because those pecs be huge. No, that man is ginormous. <laughs> uh, going to his opening outing last year. Yeah. And getting to see him warm up and do his thing in the outfield, I'm like. Holy shit! This guy is giant. Like he's just he's enormous. Built. He's is insane. I don't think shoulders. I've ever seen a pitcher built like him. No, in my entire yeah, life, the dude's just pretty um, ripped. Yeah. Next one. Obviously, the question about Robert Magical came up at the Reggie's event. Mm -hmm. So, it, buy or sell, not calling up Robert and Magical. For reasons of fatigue is the right move. Basically, that's what he alluded to. He's right. like, he's like, oh, Magical there's came off the college tired. season. He's never played a season like this. Uh, Robert Robert has never played, you know, a season a full like season. This. <laughs> so you know, fatigue. And as we see, honestly, Robert has still been lighting it up. Look here, look here, guys. Are you are you buying that uh, for reasons of fatigue? No, I'm selling that BS because look, look here. If he came, if both of them tomorrow were up in the big leagues. Would they be getting playtime every single day? No. Are they getting playtime every single day? You don't day? think that Robert, Robert, however you want to pronounce it, would be getting at, at best every game? I don't think so because they, 
Okay. This is, starting okay, hold on, hold on. I shouldn't have said today. I shouldn't have said today. When the roster expands to 40-man, right? Uh-huh. Do they get at-bats every day? No, because it's an expanded roster. The whole point is to get everybody at-bats and rest the hell out of people that have been playing too long. So if they remained in the minors, they'd be getting more at-bats than they would in the majors. Therefore, there's no season. Anti-fatigue. Minors. Anti-fatigue. Listen. The minor league season also ends at the end of August unless you make the playoffs. Get the hell out of it. You don't think the freaking Charlotte Knights are making the playoffs? They're, Let's go, they baby. They have a one-game lead. Charlotte for, Knight. Uh, last time I heard, which I think was last night or the night before, they had a one-game lead for the wild card spot. Yep. They weren't even leading their division. Dude, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. So, with that being said, Robert on their September team, they're not making, the, they're yes, not making no. the playoffs? No. I, I, think they're, I think they should bring him up. I, will they? I don't know. But the reason... But you're not buying the I'm fatigue. I'm not buying thing. the fatigue. I'm okay. not buying the fatigue at all. That's some BS. All right. Moving on. Our buddy Rick Hahn. Ricky Rick. Went out here and said that the White Sox are becoming... He said, quote, unquote, we're becoming a better story each year. Buy. Are you buying or selling the idea of Southside 2020 being a desirable place for a top free agent? Because that's basically what he's alluding to. That we're uh, a desirable place for a top free agent. A Garrett Cole. At this point, a okay. Nick Castellanos. Hold on with your Garrett Cole. I would say we're not a desirable location for the tip top, but for top, yes. You know, That's the, what top is to me at this okay, point. Okay, tip, no, top, tip top is Manny Machado, Bryce Harper. Right, exactly. Top Are is, we there? Obviously not because they didn't land here, but top being like Nick Castellanos, yeah, yeah. You think that Nick Castellanos, especially after playing for a winning culture like the Cubs, wants to come to the White Sox? He knows that we're better than Tigers. Well, everybody is better than Tigers. Fun fact <laughs> about the Tigers, I have to throw this out there. The year that they were 119 loss team, okay? Almost mm-hmm. had 120 losses in 2003. Right. Their player war was higher than it is right now. Fun fact, their roster war was higher. It was like negative 1.4. Last time I checked, the Tigers were like negative 1.9 war for their entire team. That's god off. Remember when everybody was like, oh, they might be good because they're the start of the season. Like, they kind (laughs) of went off on a tear. (laughs) 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 I knew they'd be the worst team. (laughs) 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 I called that from the beginning. Nico Goodrum. Nobody. So. No, I, I say we I buy it because, uh, you know, the top, top, top are still going to go to New York, L.A., and Houston. They're just, they just are going to go there. But the, the following tier that is – like, so tip top goes to New York, L.A., and, and uh, Houston. The next tier goes to us. I, I swear. I think it's real. We're, we're Chicago. We are Chicago. People love coming to Chicago. And guess what? We got talent. So, why the hell not? Why the hell not? Okay. Last one. Rick Hahn said he's unfazed by all of the people on Twitter Bullshit. who apparently have been uh, tweeting out things. He's, he also said— Do you said, buy that or sell that? He also said— Do you the, buy that or sell that? I sell that because okay. he also said that the block function was very powerful. 
So if he's out here blocking folks, well, guess what? He, they're getting to him. So fun fact, especially thinking about other GMs, like, for example, the Astros GM. Can't yeah. remember his name off the top of my head. He literally created a Twitter account and tweets things out. Yeah. Like, look at that. Like, I think that's a perfect example of how a GM should conduct themselves. Totally. So that being said, I totally think he cares, too. He cares. Uh, you can – oh, you know. I mean, everybody's human. If we went, if I went out there and tweeted at not Rick Hahn, you know Rick Hahn's going to read it. Mm-hmm. You get, I guarantee I say, like, fuck you, not Rick Hahn, and, like, meaning it to be actual Rick Hahn, mm-hmm. but wanting a response from not Rick Hahn. Rick Hahn, Rick Hahn, blue checkmark Rick Hahn is going to read that. True, even though he doesn't have a Twitter Even though account. he doesn't actually whatever. he Yeah, yeah. he's going to read that. So, last question. And this isn't a buy or sell question. Oh. This is just a question for you in general. Hey, me. Do you still hashtag in Han we trust? Note the hesitation, but yes. Note the hesitation, but yes. Explain to me real quick. We didn't catch the big fish. Mm-hmm. We all know this. And he knows that, too. We're going to beat a dead he, horse. And he was disappointed Are we going to beat a dead horse? No. But... Look, we we have Yuan Moncada. We have Tim Anderson. We have Madrigal. We have Zach Collins. We have Sebi Zaval. You know, Luis you, I could go on for freaking Michael Kobeck. Luis Robert. Like, literally, that's the thing, though. We can go on here, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, these guys are projected to have, be real talents. Real talents in how we trust. All right, fair enough. I can't argue with that. A little bit I could argue with it, maybe, because... We're going to cut that part where you said you can argue with that. I could argue with it a little bit. All right, Tom. I was waiting for Mike Krzyzewski to hit a, a home run all of yesterday, and he only had warning track power, and now he, he hits, hits a, a freaking dinger. Yes. Yes, bombs. Yes, queen. Mark Walters Media is an outlet for Chicago's hottest up-and-coming hip-hop talent to express themselves visually with a professional edge. Whether you're looking to film your newest track or trying to find the hottest new talent, Mark Walters Media brings a unique cinematic feel to your music the way that you want to see it happen. To explore the work, Follow Mark Walters Media on Instagram and Twitter or visit markwaltersmedia.com. Tom. Steve. Let me ask you. I'm ready. Record-wise, the White Sox since the break have not been so hot, right? Yeah, of course. They sucked. But same time, right? Just right now, took two out of three out of Minnesota, Uh, right? Hardly. Hardly? The first game just hurt so bad. Why did it hurt? What do you mean, why did it hurt? When was the 14-4 loss? Was that the second game? That was the second game. The second game just hurt so hard. Yeah, I get that. Let me ask you a question, though. Hit me with it. Are the White Sox a better team before the break, or are they a better team after the break? I see your notes here, and I know you're about to hit me with these stats hard, but 
I don't care. They're worse since the break. They're worse since the break. So this is what And I'm I'll tell you why. Go for it. Because of record, obviously. Cause they aren't winning. Why aren't let me ask you this question though? Why aren't they winning? Yo Moncada's not a plane. Well, that's a big part of it, right? Ross Detweiler's starting every five days. Okay. It's not helpful either. You're not putting a winning lineup out there every single day. The money isn't being spent. So yes, we are going to get shellacked. I'm just telling you, like, it's I mean, our honestly, I'm not even mad. I'm not mad about our starting nine. Well, no, I'm not mad about our starting eight. If you can if you go with the eight position players, not including the DH. Are you telling me you're gonna be not more pissed including, off about the pitching? Not including the eight. You're telling the me DH. you're more pissed off about the pitching. I just Okay. Ross Detweiler. Are you ready for this? You're going to be like 28th in the league in hitting. No, no, no. 29th in the league in hitting. Here we go. Okay? Go, go. Batting overall this year. Overall. This is including before the break and after the break, right? Right. So here's the team, right? Worst walk percentage, fifth worst K percentage. They're actually 12th in the league in average. 24th in OBP. Fourth lowest slugging percentage, 88 Weighted runs created plus. Okay. Now, team since the break. Do you think they've been better or worse offensively? I know they have been worse, but I know you're going to be like, oh, they're no, first in the league. They have been worse. They have been worse. Okay, good. Least amount of home runs and worst slugging percentage. Second worst run, one, runs create, weighted runs created with, from 88 to 79. Third worst K percentage. Worst walk percentage. They went from 12th in average to 19th. In average, that Babbitt though, nineteenth in average. Okay, third worst OBP at two ninety seven. Not like twenty fourth in OBP, but that now twenty seventh in OBP. Okay, so, and this is like so obviously they were higher than twenty fourth in OBP since or before the break. But now you got to think they're not playing yawn. They're right, not playing Yoan. right field still a Eloy shit show. was injured for a little bit. Ta was injured for a little bit, but also you're so short, you pissed off at pitching, third, right, right, and left. This is the thing. Like, I'm not mad at the starting lineup because I know it's not complete. It's not complete, but also I'm mad at the starting pitcher and the bullpen because they just suck to suck. There's there's no there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But they've been way better, Tommy. You, especially what I'm going to get to. You're telling me Ross Detweiler has been way better? No, not Ross Detweiler, but everybody else. You're telling me Odrismer outside, Despagne? No, outside. Well, Odrismer Despagne was before the All-Star break, right? I don't okay. care about that. I'm just telling you, so, like, the fifth start, the fifth slot in the starting rotation has been Garbo Correct. all year but long. But everybody else, with the exception of Josh Osich, has been great. <laughs> so I like that with the exception of Dasso. He's actually been bad all year long. You, right? Alex Colomay has stayed solid. He's good. Kelvin Herrera, when healthy. Yeah, true. When healthy is the exception. Yeah, better, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? True, true, true. Has been better. Yeah. Evan Marshall, still a solid choice. He Aaron struggled last appearance, if I'm not mistaken. If you're talking about Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were getting lit in, too. Tuesday was a rough one, but um, who was I going to say? Aaron Bummer, lights out. 
absolutely lights out. Yeah. Um, except for a home run that he gave up on on Monday. Okay. Okay. Settled right back in. Totally fine. They had the lead. Um, one person who's really surprised me, Jimmy Cordero. He can't. Wh- where did we get him? So it's funny because on the scoreboard at one game that I was went to, it said we claimed him off waivers from Seattle. That's totally incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> we got him from Toronto, actually. Toronto released him off waivers. That's funny. So with that being said, Don Cooper. As much as I was calling for his head, first couple months of the year, he's done a lot job of lot better job of turning the tide than Steverson has. And I'm coming back to this from last podcast because here's yeah. where I'm at. Okay, the K9 and the walks, walk percentage, walk percentage you probably care about. K9 percentage I know you don't care. K9's about. the stupidest stat. So with that being said, it's not world. the stupidest stat in the world. With that being said, they're the same ranks as they were since the outs beginning of the year. Outs is outs. Walks matter. Listen to this. Pitching stats overall for the year, we rank 16th in um, hits given up, right? Hits have actually gone up. We actually rank 22nd in hits. Damn. But ERA, 21st at, at – uh, Overall this season, 10th since the All-Star break. 10th in ERA for the league. Right. Home runs, down in rank. XFIP, I know. We're looking at fielding independent oh pitching, right? Oh, my God. Get out of here with that. Look at this. Even though Ks are at the basically at the same, XFIP is down, which means more ground balls, less hard-hit balls, Less hits to the outfield, right? Things that you believe are important to prevent, right? That's, I mean, you're not wrong, but here's the here's the deal. Here's the deal. What I'm seeing is the shittiest five slot ever. And wait, you're so trying. What do you to want them to do about it now? Opener, just just freaking use an opener. I don't ever want to see. A Manny Ban, a Ross Detweiler, a Hector Santiago, who's our four slot right now. God, I gotta love that they called Hector Santiago out of God knows where. The New York Mets organization. I don't know how they found him again. I don't know why they dragged him back out of the month. But this is the thing. It's like our four and five slot are the two worst pitchers in all of baseball. Is that right something now. that Don Cooper can control? Yes. How? How he can goes he control? out there, he goes to whatever either uh it's it's probably rick renteria honestly and he says look our four and five starters are complete trash we cannot use them as actual starters we can only use them as openers and try to stretch them to three innings so you don't want tip tip top let me ask you you don't want dylan c you're saying your four and five starters are trash you don't want dylan cease to get work right now as a starter in major league baseball so we're going Geo, Raylo, Cease. Nova. Nova. You're right. Nova. So we've been Thanks trading Cease. it's true. You've been we've been trading Hector Santiago and uh Ross Detweiler. As the five. So with that being said, I'm just okay. Pitcher war is also I, up too. 
obviously, obviously I have a bias right now in terms of what I've seen. I am beyond pissed at this five slot. I can't get over it. I literally cannot see reason because this five slot is such garbage. I will not. I refuse to believe that hitting He's throwing away a game. Every you are five games, you every five sure. games. You are just taking a shit on the field instead of playing to win. Yeah, I get that. It literally is throwing away a game. Like I just said, you. But everybody There's, else, I want to find a more rotation. aggressive term than throwing away a game because pissing it away. You are just taking a shit on it. It's horrible what they're doing. Yeah, it's deplorable. Every other team in baseball recognizes that that's a horrible idea, and you shouldn't do that mm-hmm. if you're trying to win games. But everybody else, think about how bad they've been, and then think about how these stats have improved. In addition to that, pitcher war, like I said. Before the All-Star break, the pitching staff, starters and relievers, accumulated a 5.4 war in 88 games. But here, here's now, the thing. Now, hold Ivan on. Ivan Nova on. turning around is all I got these stats on these Monday. Stats. On Monday night. 5.4 in 88 games. They accumulated a 3.3 war in 36 games. So, what? Almost about a little over a third of the game. So, less than 40% of the games. And they accumulated... 60% war. Total war. No one followed what you just said. What I'm trying to get at, though, is... Pitcher war is way all of All of this pitcher war, all of the improved, like, advanced stats are coming from, like, Nova's two or three complete games or eight-inning games that he just... Not necessarily. the shit out of the other team. Ivan Nova's turnaround has been... A majority of the White Sox but innings what about recently. Those guys that I just rattled off too, that have improved, that have done well. They've stayed stellar. They were stellar before, and they're still stellar. The only addition okay. is Jimmy Cordero. What about Reynaldo Lopez's success outside of Tuesday? Tuesday outside he was of Tuesday, rough. Tuesday sucked. But yeah, I mean, th- you're not wrong. So, so two pitchers improving in the second half. Giolito had a slump in G- July, and he's gotten it back together. Yeah, but even. S- the slump in July I never took as a actual slump. Okay. I thought statistically as, it was for sure. Well, as soon as it happened, I was like, "Dude's gonna snap out of it." As soon as it happened, and guess what? Here we are on the other side of things, where he's striking out twelve twins, the best batters in Central United States. Mm-hmm. So, so what I'm saying is. Pitching is still our issue. All right. But what I really wanted to ask you is. I totally disagree on the pitching still. I mean, pitching is an issue. Don't get me wrong. We need a fifth starter. Absolutely. It's the only thing. We still thing need a piece in the bullpen, I, I think. Okay. But with that being said. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you this. Batting. Batting? has been awful. And I I'm, don't think it's look, the talent look. we have on the field. I think it's the coaching. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give this to you. Batting's a problem. We have a Huge. lot of issues at the plate. I will not see reason about this until our fifth spot is solved. I I, I will not see reason. I can't. You throw the same batting lineup or relative the same batting lineup out there every game. 
you only throw that starter out there one out of every five. You've got to patch up Momentum the parts. is huge. If you are just taking... got to patch up the parts that are so needed on an everyday basis. Momentum is huge. If you crack that at... Like, if you get a good win out of Cease, you know you're going to lose the next game, so it doesn't matter. I mean, momentum is important. I agree. Momentum is you can't everything. Measure that. Well, you can measure the you shit out of that. You can't measure momentum, but at the same time... What's a win streak mean to you, then? But... What does a win streak mean to you? What does the last 10 games mean to you, then? Why are those important stats? I don't think the last 10 games is, is Why do you talk about Why do you talk about baseball in segments? Why do you say, like, look, I don't June, think the July, last 10 or different months? I think the last 10 games is a relevant stat. Last 10 games is 100% a relevant stat. I think it depends on who you play. That plays a, that sure, plays if a you role. Sure, pl- if you play the Astros, the Dodgers, and the Yankees, 10 straight games, yeah, your record's probably going to suffer more than if you play – the Tigers, the Marlins, and but you're telling me that if you don't go seven, if you go seven three against any any amount of three teams that you're playing in that stretch, if you go seven three, it helps it definitely boosts morale. But at the same, and that's what sucks about throwing a fifth starter out there that totally sucks. I agree. You're with never you. going seven. I 100 agree. You're with never you. going seven three if you have a shitty fifth starter. Most likely, but at the same time, you have a better chance if your offense is is able to do what they should be able to do. So, go okay. ahead. You have questions to ask. Do we have a point in the season where we can switch gears and say the only thing that matters is development? Because that was all of last year, all the year before, the only thing that mattered was development of young talent. It's we hard. wanted to As win this fan, season more to develop a winning culture, right? But do we switch back and say, look, it's August I think this is the in one a rebuilding thing, year. Going back to the Rick Hahn interview, I think this is the one thing that he said that I was like, damn, he's kind of right about that. There's a hard time separating yourself from being a fan to being a, in a role where you're actually analyzing baseball. Because right. right now as a fan, I'm watching this team and I'm like, damn, we suck. A lot, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, there are definitely bright spots, for sure. And we've talked about this before. Um, yeah, you have to think. Yoan Moncada has had a stellar year. We Tim have Anderson to, has been way better at the plate than I ever thought he would be. We have to shout out to the amount of power in Eloy Jimenez bat. I would totally expected that. I, tot- I totally could have predicted that, But we got to shout it out. I could have totally predicted that. Okay, Honestly, I'm more, a, I'm more disappointed in his plate discipline. Throw it out the I window. More disapp- I am more disappointed in his plate discipline. And do you know where that comes from? Coaching. That's where I'm wrapping all this up in, right? Yeah, okay, that's like fine. James McCann, another example of being an undisciplined bat. I think he got lucky in the first half of the year, those Babbitt stats, right? That Babbitt gods were on his side. But he also looks at a lot of pitches that are in the strike zone and are very hittable. Um. Yeah, I mean the pitching. Because he knows for sure. you can't catch up to him. Well, maybe. That's irrelevant. I mean, it's. I think you're. I think James McCann is smarter than you think he is. I, yes and no. I don't think he's as skilled at the plate as a lot of people think he is either. So, but Giolito's success, Reynaldo Lopez having a resurgence, that's huge. I mean, who do we have to? But do we really believe in? Raylo and Cease right now. 
do I believe in Raylo and Cease? They're different conversations. It's hard. Here's the thing: you, you, it's hard to judge a pitcher, especially Dylan Cease, somebody who has killer stuff and is still trying to find his way in the big leagues after what seven starts? Yeah, maybe eight. Um, Reynaldo Lopez, I think the case is still out on, especially after last night's. I hate to be, you know, very um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Very present-minded. Um, recency bias recency bias but at the same time i think reynaldo lopez needs to develop another very successful pitch he's our fifth starter at best right now i think he has to develop a pitch other than a fastball yeah he has other pitches in his repertoire but they're not good the changes his fastball is really good though. his fastball is very good the problem is if you have a successful veteran hitter that's looking dead red fastball they can still hit it they're gonna hit it even if it's coming in at 98 so, um, yeah, and in regards to your development question, I mean, we definitely can see that the top prospects are doing well, but the middle-of-the-road prospects, I think, aren't progressing the way that we may have hoped, which is something to kind of be fearful of, I think, a little bit. My main issue is just always going to be the fact that we lose sight in the short term of the fact that we have all these success stories coming out of the season. We just, we have a lot of success stories Mm -hmm. like we were just talking about with Mankata and Eloy being great. Giolito being great, finding McCann off of a scrap heap and turning him into an all-star. I mean, Maybe it was First all him. All star for sure. I mean, just regardless, look at him. He's look at what he does with a pitching staff. We, what did what did uh Gilito, right? What I mean, did Rick Hahn say about having um Zach Collins just stare at McCann for a while? It changed everything about the way he sees baseball, apparently. And he's going back to the minors to fix all that. Do you buy all of it? Maybe not, but. It, just having McCann in the organization is a bit is a difference maker. Mm-hmm. So all of these things to be to be uh, TA seven wasn't even mentioned in that list, right? Like all these success stories, and all we can think about is the fact that Rick Hahn's not spending money, or we have a losing record, or the fifth stop the fifth fifth starter is the shittiest thing in the world, or we still start Yolmer Sanchez every day. You know, like. We need to focus on the fact that it's a rebuild, and I'm the I'm the last person that says this crap. But perspective, guys, like, come on. So you're saying we should be more positive? We should be more positive. I'm Steve Stone. Should we be we as should be positive, positive as Steve Stone and even Jose Abreu that says we're gonna make the playoffs next year? I think Jose Abreu. I'm with Jose Abreu in the in the sense that he needs to be like that, right? He is at the center of White Sox culture, and if he's not buying into this team, no one's going to buy into the team. If the guy at the center of it all says, yeah, actually, we're kind of shitty, what the hell's going to happen? You get a Joey Votto effect is what I think. I don't disagree with you at all. I think Joey Votto knows that the Reds suck ass. I think Jose Abreu understands his role on the team and wants to be that leader. Rick Hahn has said it. Ricky Renteria has said it. Everybody in the organiz- organization says, yeah, Jose is the leader of that locker room. So I think it may be a little bit more him talking than him actually believing it. 
regardless. But at the same time, yeah, this team has the talent. Whatever. This team has the talent to be possibly a wild card team in 2020. But there's also things that uh, development has to happen quick. Number one and number two needs have to be patched in free agency if that's going to be a thing why would you need to patch needs if you're at, if you have yolmer sanchez god i, I love your sarcasm <laughs> that's my favorite thing <laughs> this is the one thing about podcasting is that people can't see your facial expressions when you hop into sarcasm mode, <laughs> so they totally think you're serious <laughs> tyler clippard is a major acquisition for this there team we go season. you're gonna get my dad rolling on the floor again <laughs> with your tyler clippard reference i love it should we bring Tank back as well, Diane Vasiedo? He's doing well in Japan. All right, he could make a difference in the in oh the White Sox uniform. Goodness. It's real. So. <laughs> I'm losing my shit. Any last thoughts, Tom? My last thoughts, thoughts. are: we need to step into a new light. White Sox fans, I'm out here pulling my best Steve Stone impression and saying it's time to be positive despite the losses, guys. Look at Giolito. Look at James McCann. Look at Tim Anderson. Look at Yoan Moncada, who's coming back soon. Look at Eloy Jimenez hitting dingers left and right. I think it's too important to remember that this team is better. I just don't want people to get content either. I don't think we're. Stay I don't think hungry. anybody's content. I don't think anybody's content. But it's a matter of saying like, I'm not gonna lose my shit over a team that's not built to win now. That's very true. I think that's one thing to remember. Most importantly, is that the money wasn't spent. This team is not built to win now because they're still young. Doesn't mean I don't still, want them to win now, but I don't think they're going to. And there's still progress to me- be made. And yes. development is not linear. Amen to that, brother. So, with that being said, Tom, can we still say this statement with confidence even after our conversation today? Even after our conversation, we can still say this. Okay. Rebuild or bust. In Han, we trust. Have a good one, everybody. It was worthy of applause. Whoop, whoop.